0: Hey budding lawyers, welcome to the podcast. Today we are going to have a chat with Mr. Ashutosh Singh. Ashutosh is a graduate from Institute of Law Nirma University, Ahmedawal and a former employee at Ram General Insurance Company Limited. So Ashutosh, what's up? How are you?
1: I'm fine Prasanna. you tell. How are you doing?
0: I am also doing fine. Uh, these COVID situations and other stuff are quite uh, crazy times nowadays but anyway things are going fine uh, at least we must not complain we are on the privileged side a bit <laughs> people are suffering more
1: that's so true yeah we Dream. hmm
0: okay so um, insurance sector um, how uh, how did you get interested in this sector? Uh, was it like uh, I did, you had done many internships uh, in this sector and that that's why you plan to work in that sector?
1: Uh, I guess no. Uh, I was insurance sector was completely alien to me because uh, I have you know I'm a student from Constitution stream. I have my honors from Constitution
2: okay. and
1: then post my. Graduation, I have, have you know pursued my diploma from media laws. So I I had very limited knowledge when it comes to insurance. So maybe that's why it uh you know I find I found this, this sector a bit interesting because I had no knowledge about it, just from the just the basic knowledge. So maybe that's that's found me in, that that that's what I found interesting, and I get into it. So of course it's it was a whole adventurous journey throughout. Hmm.
0: So uh so, w- during your college days, you were not that interested in it, right? Yeah. Hmm.
1: But my, uh, my, my yeah. sole focus was towards this, uh, studies and judiciary examination.
0: Hmm. So, why didn't you uh, take up any job related to, in like in that sector, maybe as a researcher somewhere or, uh, you know, or start studying rigorously for judiciary exams? Why did you opt for this job?
1: I uh, I studied for Judiciary exams, I I wrote the UP Judiciary 2018 exams and luckily I have cleared pre and mains and then I went to reach till the interview stage and then I missed the final seat from some 13 marks. Mm. So post that thing, you know, that kind of a pause came in my career and thought no, now what? Because see, uh, to be very frank, Judiciary exams are not regular in our country. Uh, you never know that when the next exam is gonna happen unlike upsc exams or other competitive exams which are fixed and everyone is aware of the fact that okay if you want if you missed a bus at a one for a once you will get the another one but uh, judiciary is a bit different uh, stream when it comes to examination so at that point of time i, 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 I sat and i you know thought about it what what would be what's what next so then i got to know my friends were there in the insurance Sector and so I got to know that okay, there is a, a certain thing called in-house council, where you need, you need to look all the law related affairs of a company, general insurance companies. So uh, there, I, I found that there was a vacancy in the company and I applied and then I get into it and then of course uh, how how I, did you
0: get there? Like how was the recruitment process?
1: See, it was solely interview. There there were three three interview stages. First, it was being uh, taken by HR and then from by the state head and then the national head. So it was a three stage and basically they ask the questions related to your law. They don't, they might not ask you anything alien to you. They will ask you the questions related to contracts and, you know, constitutions, constitution and uh, civil provi- provisions and consumer laws. So whatever you have studied throughout your five-year law program the same questions would is going to be asked in the interview they don't treat like okay you are new in this sector so you know we will showcase our knowledge and how experienced we are and so it's not like that so they are very welcoming when it comes to any new law grad graduate who wants to enter into any new sector they are very welcoming and they are very helpful
0: okay so did you observe any difference in behavior of the person who is recruiting, uh, when they come across a student who has passed out from an NLU and the one who has not passed to an NLU,
1: see, this is a Malab, okay, fine. Uh, this NLU and non NLU is altogether a very different debate. Okay. Mm. Uh, I guess. At the end, what matters is how much you have gained
2: hmm.
1: throughout your studies hmm. and how much you have gained through your practical experiences. Because yeah. when we used to interact with law firms and other organizations, there were mixed uh, there were a mixed you know group of people. There were there were people from NLUs, there were people from state universities, there were people from private colleges. But from the people who are are teaching us, right, who are if under whom we were working, they do not, I, I didn't find any kind of prejudices in their mind regarding us that if the, if, if the person or if our intern is from an L.U. or non-NLU. Same goes when you comes into employee because once you are an employer, what matters is what you deliver.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay, what, how, how knowledgeable you are and whether you are doing the task for them. That's it. They just mm. want that you should be the better person who can mm. do their task. Yeah, that's it. So that LU and non NLU tag does not matter until in LS there is a very, you know, you are an exceptionally brilliant uh, employee or an exceptionally brilliant lawyer. i must then the case could be different. Else, there, I, I I don't find any kind of, uh, you know, uh, with this biasness or differentiation when it comes to an LU and non L-U tag.
0: Hmm. Makes sense because uh, all whatever the recruiter wants is get this wo- work done. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, huh. I mean, and I guess it's a, very good,
1: said... it's a very good sign because uh, honestly, if I tell you the teachers who, when, when, who are teaching us in NLU, they are the, mm. they're the same person, right? Mm. Mm. They, once they teach us in the NLU and if, suppose they switch and they get some better package in some other universities, they get into private colleges and teach, they teach them in the same way. So yeah. it's, it's a kind of a cocoon for the outer world. That's, you know, this is an NLU and this is a non-NLU student or such thing. But internally, if you ask for many law graduates from both the, both the streams, like NLU and honor, they will tell you the re- reality, how it is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
1: So uh, I guess I won't, have, I might not be offending NLU graduates, but no, no, that's years.
0: true. I mean, I totally agree. Uh, and this is the behavior of most of the professionals who are into the industry. They just want want their work done. Uh, usually yeah, people won't, uh, but I have also heard uh, stories from people where they are being discriminated. But okay, let's not go over that because that will take yeah. a lot of time uh, to all
1: well, arguments will come, I will take the names of those cases and those you know, law followers who have yeah, who are yeah, yeah, passed. Yeah. Just from, they are not even from five year law. Like if you talk <laughs> about going Ramjet Malani or Harish Salve at their time and at their time that there was no NLU (laughs) exactly (laughs) you need to arrange a very different interview for this yeah yeah, yeah.
0: actually you know whatever uh, well-known lawyers we know most of them are not from any NLU
2: (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) okay cool um so we were talking about your work and internships so huh, you're talking yeah. about the re- recruitment process. Is it the same in other companies, insurance sectors and also other like com- com- companies in general?
1: Uh, see, when it comes to uh, recruitment uh, in insurance companies, in general insurance companies, it's a very consolidated and very, very you know uh, defined system. They, if there is any vacancy, they're just publishing either in their website or in their LinkedIn channel and you need to apply. And Hmm. if they will find your CV suitable, they will try to contact you. They will conduct your interviews. They will ask. They will test your knowledge. They will test your experience. And whether the the most important thing which they is whether you are, you know, uh, sustainable enough in the organization for a longer time. And uh, if you tick all the boxes, you are in. Hmm. Hmm. It's not that uh, kind of uh, difficult to get into it. You just need to be aware, you just need to be updated with what's going around and, you know, what, whether is there any, are the kind of openings in your insurance companies. And if you would like, if you ever get to know about it, you just apply and they will try to, you know, connect you only if they will find you suitable.
0: Okay. Okay. So you told me that you were interested in constitution and then also in media laws. Uh, I would just yeah. wanted to know what type of internship did you do in your college days?
1: See, in in, in our college, in my college specifically, hmm. the uh, all uh, ten or twelve internships program were defined. Like they were predefined. That in at the in the in the first semester we have to intern under a, under uh, some NGO. In the second internship we have to work under some district court lawyer. In the third internship we can either go to district court lawyer or a high court lawyer. And then at the later stages, we can go through go to law firm or some Supreme Court or wherever wherever you want. Mm-hmm. So we uh, so that really helped us that because in at the grassroots level, we have we got to know that how these NGOs work and how these you know non-profit organizations who uh, pursue these kind of works for welfare, how they function. And then we're starting from that. District court and then high court and then supreme court and then organization. So it was a mixed experience, and that's why. And the whole purpose, the intent of this program was that each and every law student should have experience of each every field. One should not be, you know, have there should not be such uh, experiences that you have only one kind of experiences of law firm and you don't you know nothing about how these lawyers in the district court work. So Mm. that's why it helped. it, It helped us in overall grooming. And it gave us that much-needed exposure. So, so, in my internships were generally district courts, and then followed by Labas High Court, Delhi High Court. And then we interned in Tikki. And then I, I also worked for Red Cross, Indian Red Cross Society. So, it was a very mixed experiences of internship.
0: Personally, I didn't intern anywhere in my colleges. I just did only one internship, that too, in Bombay High Court. For two months, that's it. I didn't do any other internship. Uh, I can understand the confused look <laughs> from your side uh, because it is actually uh, expected, and it is very good if uh, like law students work because they get their experience and they know things, uh, which I came to know after I started working. <laughs> so, okay,
1: uh, there, are uh, If you talk. Like if 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 you allow me to uh, be a little bit frank,
0: sure,
1: sure, sure. Not in internship, just not about the practical experiences you are getting. It's more about you know being a law student. You are getting that independence to live in any different city. For example, yeah, uh, yeah. Delhi has been a very you know hot famous place for interns. Basically, mm-hmm. here in North,
2: mm-hmm. so
1: they people you know used to go in groups and they used to stay together and in weekday uh, in weekends and after their office hours they used to roam around and try different stuff in Delhi, CP, and, you know, visiting Chandni Chowk and try different kind of North Indian food. So these kind kind of experiences were also very important for a law student. So uh, just not praise our college colleges for, you know, invoking us for internships. The praise also goes for that instinct of, you know, getting that freedom and independence and, you know, having good exp- good time with our friends. So it's an overall impact of
0: all such experiences Yeah, yeah you, completely uh, you also get to learn a lot of things while you know going to intern somewhere and all. Uh, but that yeah. didn't apply to me because I was in Mumbai and all the internships were available in Mumbai itself so but I was not aware of it uh, that's a different story and that's the reason I started budding lawyers <laughs> afterwards that's, so that's that really others nice. don't do the same mistakes <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i guess it's, it's a really nice because uh, at least at least you had that freedom of i, I don't know if, uh, if, if we here here and people really get that chance to pursue what they really want they are so much engrossed in law well, i really appreciate you this particular channel where you, you know, bring different sort of people with different different fields and they talk about their experiences it's yeah, a very good thing
0: that's the idea thanks okay let's move on um okay let's talk about the work uh, in these insurance companies uh, so whatever we are talking about is it's quite similar to most of the private companies the work you do but uh, okay i think you must be a better person to tell me what exactly do did you do uh, while you were working okay
1: fine see there is a bit difference between how we work in companies and how things are being taken over in the insurance uh, in law firm Hmm. here we are law officers and we are responsible towards the higher management Hmm. and we need to deal with our panel advocates in throughout the state as i was uh, i was the in charge of haryana so my work and my responsibility responsibility was to look after all the cases of Sriram which were pending in the you know uh, in the courts, MACT courts and consumer courts. And I need to coordinate and I need to look upon my lawyers who are work- who are working under our umbrella as a, as our panel lawyers. So they were the one who used to represent us in the court and. We we law officers were the ones who who were answerable to our higher management for our law, lawyers how they work. So we need to monitor monitor. We need to check their uh, their plans and what kind of defenses they are taking and whether that defense would be uh, you know treatable for us and whether that that defenses or that particular set of pleadings will lead us to in a better uh, position or whether we can do, yeah whether we we could win that claim or not. So hmm. our work was a bit different from advocate uh, because we we, are, we we used to look after our advocates who were who are in, in our panel. And secondly, uh, in, in-house counsel, it's a mix of law plus managerial tasks. It's not solely a law, It's not solely a managerial position. It's a mix of both. That's hmm. why we are we so-called legal managers. In companies, when you talk, to any law person, they, the, the designation which they get is a legal managers or assistant legal managers and national legal managers and na- ultimately national legal head. So hmm. we need to manage our law cases and also we need to, we need, we need to have a, a, one eye on how that law things or that legal proceedings are being happening. So
0: it's what, a mix what, of... What type of uh, matters you were usually dealing with and in which courts were they? So, uh,
1: in 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 see, in general insurance companies it generally insurance claims uh, mm. where in every district uh, as per Motor Vehicles Act every district has a MACT mm. MACT is Motor Accident Claim Tribunal and if in case any accident happens and any claim uh, used to be used to file against us against the company in the MACT we used to you know look investigate that case that how. That particular thing happened, whether the accident is genuine, and whether that claim is really as per the provisions of law or whether, uh, whether it's a suitable, because MACT is govern, uh, is you know dealt by, by Motor Vehicles Act, and Motor Vehicles Act is a welfare legislation. Hmm. So after all our groundwork being done, and we used to send our investigators who used to investigate the claims, and you know, surveyors who used to survey the vehicle, whether, how things are done so that what the, that that used to be our first stage in second stage we need to go through the police documents like first information report charge sheet and who are the who are the witnesses who are being cross examined by our lawyer and then we used to frame an opinion and then we used to decide that whether we are gonna defend this case or whether we are gonna pay for pay the claim because if, if if all grounds were genuine there is no point of defending the case since uh, like till the l- last stage hmm. so that was our decision that was where our law that our legal uh, uh, what you said that our legal ana- analytical mind used to comes in used to come into picture and we used to decide whether now now what next whether we're going to defend it or whether we're going to pay for it so that was our task so once we used to we have framed an opinion okay fine we're going to pay this claim we used we just uh, we used to just inform our lawyers. Okay, fine, that's fine. We're gonna pay for it and just dispose of this case. Just uh, appear in court and just tell that uh, just admit before the judge that the company is ready to pay the claim. So that was our task. Okay,
0: uh, so and that's I, how insurance companies work. I'd i also heard that, uh, that there are also matters in consumer tribal, uh, consumer forums also, right? Uh,
1: see. Uh, there is a two things in, in when it comes to insurance there are two kind of insurance claims one is third party and another one is own damage okay uh, so third pa- third party insurance are generally where any third person get injured because of any accident happened or the death happened of uh, any third person from that accident that claim falls under the purview of third party claim second one is the own damage claim. if that for example if any car or any vehicle get damaged like it got damaged very brutally and you know all that gate crashes and headlights it got banged through some pillar or something so that is a own damage case on own damage means you damage your car by your by yourself so, so there are so there's a differentiation of a claim so if 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 any claimant would not be satisfied with our claim they will file a claim or a complaint in consumer forum when it comes to own damage but if it would be it would be on the if it would consist of the third party claim, they will file a claim in MACT, that is Motor Accident Claim Tribunal. So, there was a difference in these two problems.
0: Okay. And you were only talking about this uh, insurance related to accidents. But uh, what about medical insurances or That's- other types of uh, insurances? For example,
1: uh, medical,
0: uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I had also uh, heard not only heard i had taken this insurance when i bought a new mobile around four five years ago uh so di- did they had such products
1: too they definitely had such products but that wasn't uh, falls under the purview of our or it does not used to fall under the ambit our our uh, our portfolio we were the in charge of the motor okay insurance Mm-hmm. This this health that you're talking about it comes in the health insurance they had a different department but of course the health insurance also it, it also is uh, is it's, a, it's, a, it's a also a kind of insurance not only this health care is also kind of a machinery insurance and uh, you know house insurance jewelry insurance so they will the head this 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 particular you know the field is very broad when it comes to insurance
2: yeah
1: and uh, you can also insure your shop your uh, you know you, uh, your jewelry your uh, expensive watches, hmm. uh, you know, everything, and, and number of things. Because insurance is a very uh, broad subject. And post this, I guess in March 2020, Parliament has made passed uh, have you know they have passed an amendment. Uh, they have amended our insurance bill where they have uh, increased the foreign direct investment in insurance sector from 49% to 74%. I guess uh, now that even foreign insurance companies will come and you know they will also invest. In our country, so insurance sector is going to be very, the growth is going to be very
0: uh, yeah. huge in So basically there were departments for each type of uh, insurance and you were yeah. only dealing see, with the motor. Yeah. 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 We
1: yeah. see the different See, the thing is it, it depends on different companies because there are some companies who deal all the matters together and hmm. they are. Whereas other companies who for the you know for a better management of the work they bifurcated their, their department or as per the policies like motor policy would be done by a one legal officer and mm-hmm. other, another legal officers would be you know dealing and why law officers are required in motor accident because when mot- any accident happens the case is generally filed right by the police, right so the right. law lawyer role appears from that point onwards if any death or injury happens in mm-hmm. case of health insurance or other insurance which you are talking about then it would only it would be only a consumer matter and in consumer courts aware of that even the even the consumer can appear by themselves there is no need of a appearance of a lawyer is not necessity
2: yeah
1: company required that legal team specifically in such cases where there's involvement of police and you know investigation and for motor insurance, there is a specific law that is motor vehicles act, which talks about MST claims and how, how these things are gonna be governed. So that's why the role of lawyers are more important when it comes to motor accidents. Because of course, to be very frank, there are lots of fraud happening in the in the in you know in, in reality, because mm-hmm. there are uh, implantation is a very common thing where you know any normal accident used to be portrayed as a motor accident so that the company can, you know, the company can be bound to pay as per, uh, as per the law. So that's why we are required as a law officers. We used to, you know, investigate and reach to the grassroots of the case and find whether there is a, there should not be any malafide intentions of the parties or or the claimants who are claiming the, claiming the amount from us. Hmm. Right.
0: Right. Right. Okay. Um, uh, did you learn anything like new uh, while you were working there, which you were not kind of expecting that you will get to know about these things here?
1: Yeah, I thought, okay, before I left my insurance sector, I was of this opinion that it was solely going to be, you know, that lawyer thing, you know, that whatever we learn we will apply work, uh, you know, that legal acumen and we'll think like some hard shot lawyer who used to mm. like apply our mind but technically this thing does not happen in reality and uh, that's that's i guess it's a one kind of a demerit that when it comes to companies it's very different when it comes to litigation in litigation you have that freedom like of course i should i should make it very clear there are pros and cons in every field but when it comes to litigation and if you are practicing independently you have that freedom to you know uh, take your decisions by yourself and as per your legal understanding but when it comes to, when it comes to companies you are bound by your management and what your management is asking you to do so there have been instances where we were of the different opinion and our management have to be in a they, they have to be in a very different set of mind their opinion were different from us so then we used to decide whether we need we are gonna follow our instinct or what we, what have been asked by our management So, that was the thing which I wasn't expecting at that time and I wasn't prepared of. So, maybe that's why the things happened accordingly.
0: Hmm. So, what uh, decision you used to take usually in such a situation? Did you agree to what the management says or what you feel is right?
1: See, I left the insurance sector so I guess it's it's very much clear that what I took what decision I took. And uh, see, and if Whosoever is watching this video, I need to tell this very clear. When, it, when you have chosen law as a career, law cannot be stagnant. You know, law is a very dynamic by nature. And if I ask you a difference between culpable homicide and murder, you can explain it in a one way, another person can explain, explain it in another way. Hmm. So that's why law, you can, there is a no set rules when it comes to law or interpreting law. Inter, you know, a very, it's a very dynamic field but when it comes to management mm-hmm. there have, there can be instances when you have to just follow the rule which have been laid down by the your you know your predecessors mm-hmm.
0: or your no. so they have created this norm
1: yeah you have mm-hmm. to follow that norm so if so that, that's what it, it depends that what how much you are gonna rely on your instincts or you just follow what you have been asked to do so, so maybe that's why it, it's a very individual decision. It's, it's a very, you know, personal approach when it comes to these things. Uh, and another thing is that uh, and it's a very, it's a very personal thing, I guess, because there can be very different, different experiences with different people. If if your managers or if if your bosses would be aware of that thing, they will always give you that freedom to apply your mind. Right. Hmm. So, it all, it all depends upon how much you are being trusted. So it's a very individual thing when it comes to these decisions. Uh, maybe that's why you can inter- interpret one law in a one way and a, another person can think of it in a different way because management companies, insurance companies want that their task should be done. And if you're thinking from a la- lawyer perspective, you want that justice should be done. So there is a difference, right? Mm-hmm. whether you are looking for the justice or whether you are looking for that case should be disposed of so mm-hmm. that you can show in your data that, okay, now we have just some, 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 or maybe very we minimal have disposed of,
0: of so many cases and so many cases are yeah, left and every, every company, hmm, right?
1: Yeah. Right. Because every company, every company wants that their claim data should be very minimal. So they mm-hmm. at times they might not be thinking from the justice, justice perspective. there are there is a there is one company I'm, I will not take the name but if, if if they are asked to pay in an unjustified manner, they they never hesitate in appealing in a higher court. they they go to the Supreme Court. Uh, there are certain companies who just who afraid of going to the high court because of course they just want their case to be disposed of. So there is a difference in and it all depends on your managers and your your bosses what they want from. It.
0: Hmm, yes. oh, and it. and from this i also understand why you left the job and started litigation uh, but that is one reason are there any other reasons too uh, for starting into litigation and leaving this job uh,
1: not more into litigation i'm more towards studies and litigation at, at times but the the reason is very different because see uh, if if you are more into books if you are more if you have chosen law post your 12th or post your graduation for whatsoever reason, if that law thing have attracted you, if, if law thing have made you, you know, going to get crazy for those law novels and hmm. that, uh, interest towards cross examination, chief, chief examinations, and how that court proceedings are being done. If, if you have interest in that thing, you will always feel curtailed when your independence would be questioned. Okay. But if you have chosen law from that perspective that, you know, you want one stable job and we are at the, at the month and you just get the salary, then your approach would be different for sure. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a very personal approach when it comes to that what you actually want. There, are, there is a possibility that you wanted something at one point of time and now you want different things. So one should, and when it comes to these professional decisions, one should never lie to himself. Hmm. Because at times, what law student or I, I am aware of the certain facts. What law student make that mistake? They try to, you know, maybe there are certain reasons where they don't want certain things to happen. But then they, 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 they feel afraid of taking any tough decisions. One should never be afraid of taking tough decisions because at the end, what matters is your sanity of mind and your professional satisfaction.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. true.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. And law is a very varied, variety, you know, very varied field. Mm-hmm. Where you can do n number of things when it comes to True. law as a profession. So
0: mm.
1: one by the way, by the way
0: you, you were talking about novels and also ha- were you also fond of such novels? Can you tell us something about that?
1: In the initial, in, in the initial years of our college, they were they, when there were no CPC or, you know, jurist students who, mm. who haunt us, we were more <laughs> Towards the books and you know, Hindi novels. Uh, I remember uh, we were taught Hindi Swaraj by Mahatma Gandhi, never English subject, mm-hmm. forever. You know, that argumentative skills they it covered all that. And specifically, Gandhiji was a very important part of our syllabus because we were in Ahmedabad when our colleges were happening, and we were studying. So in Ahmedabad only, that great trial of Atma Gandhi happened. If you remember that thing, where he mm-hmm. he was being questioned by British and he gave the best arguments, and he you know just broke their logic. So so that was that's where our uh, interest towards literature and this argue this anal- analytical literature got got us and we started reading about it and knowing about it and movies specifically and mm. so maybe that's where we got attracted towards these
0: things i think there's also a book written by gandhi uh mr gandhi is law and lawyers right have you heard yes. about yes have yes. you read have you read it
1: i i haven't read it but uh there was a book roses in december
0: there's, there's one of my favorites hmm.
1: Yes, yes. So I remember when we were in our third year, uh, the, the book launch session happened in Gujarat High Court and we were all invited and the son of MC Chagla, Mr. Iqbal Chagla came and he delivered a lecture and so all that sort of thing happened and we remember. So from that, and, and we were very lucky that our college gave us such opportunities to, you know, get involved in, to be a part of such events where we inculcated our uh, interest. Mm-hmm. towards such things to books and poetries and also for a very fruitful experience we had a very good time in Ahmedabad. Hmm.
0: great okay uh over to our last question please share an incident yeah. from your career which is very memorable to you uh
1: from your career like like yes. from college or from
0: ha so uh, to be specific uh, it would be better if it's uh, from your legal like when you started working but if you think you have more uh, memorable incidents in your college days also you can share that no, not not an uh, compulsion okay. Okay. with that
1: so uh, there was one such incident happened when i was working i was you know the, i the, i was in a bit of a discussion with my senior legal manager and uh, we were talking about certain issue that what things could be could be done and what approach we should take in certain in in a certain point of law Hmm. so he just out of you know in a very informal manner he he told me that okay okay i should we cannot take such certain certain decisions because we are just an employee and uh, i got you know silent for a for a second and i thought uh, i am registered for a bar council of Uttar pradesh i have cleared my all india bar examination exam and all those certificates gives you that liberty to call yourself a lawyer Hmm. so i I don't know what triggered me and i just told him sir i am a lawyer first and then i'm an employee Hmm. so i cannot stop thinking from lawyer's perspective Hmm. so Hmm. at that time that that discussion got over and we have mutually decided to do something but that thing that statement of you are just an employee got you know
0: you're just an employee uh,
1: yeah, you were just an employee. but you know that. Uh, if if there is a kind Registered of a bond in. and you, yeah, you throw a stone and then all kind of waves started occurring in when the whole person. still water. So that thing happened. My, that 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 thing happened in my mind. And from that point of time, I used to I started thinking that I don't want to be just an employee. Hmm. I I have spent some five six years into law, so I I would always love to be called as a lawyer, not just an employee. So, maybe that gave me that uh, power to take certain tough decisions. season. And uh, I guess I, now I'm in a very better state of mind and you can see that now it's all happy
0: around. <laughs> okay, a unique one. Okay, thank you so much, Ashitosh, for having this conversation. I enjoyed it a lot and I hope you too uh and thank you so much for listening to this podcast if you like this episode do check out other episodes available here too and also uh give us your feedback you can contact us on linkedin twitter instagram anywhere and if you have any questions or doubts then please write to us thank you so much for listening